Check, 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 check. Yeah, I think we're in here. We gotta get straight to it, don't we? Yeah, go for it. Hello from Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> Wagwan Rude Boy, Bati Boy. Is this where we finally get canceled? <laughs> it's Paradise Pod, Don. What's going on? Not much, man. How about them boys in gold, baby? Yeah. Man. Pretty good game. Honestly, yeah. Super exciting game. Uh, I was trying to think of a like good classic. Oh, Sucko something to say like we both are bad teams so like <laughs> i was trying to like the toilet bowl or something el suckico yeah very creative you could have workshopped that one for a little bit longer maybe um now nah, man it's 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 paradise pod uh we are recording immediately after a uh a fucking stressful last what 10 12 minutes of uh, yeah. What ended up being a, a really nice little one zero win over Inter Miami. We're recording on Sunday night. Um, I, you know, running order is already scrapped because I feel like maybe we should should we jump straight into this no. game a little bit or should we back keep up? it in the running order? Man. All right, keep it in the running order. Thank. You. That's why I keep you around. All well, right. I, I would say we could probably talk about this game primary and then come I'm a back, little excited. Come back to the other one, yeah. But as uh, you, uh, what my main thing is. Keep the order going. All right, let's keep the order going. Let's back up. So, uh, well, not that. What? I'm saying <laughs> we could talk about this game first. Now I'm good. I'm good. Literally, no. you just had to. Okay. No, keep talk about this game first. My thing is, you have a tendency to forget where we're at in the podcast. Yeah. And I'm saying, but tonight I'm keep sticking us with the running Okay, order. we're going running order. All right. We're amped up. <laughs> this I, one. I feel like all the excitement's going to go into talking about this horrible Orlando City game, and then we're just not going to. We're just be like. All the energy is going to be gone when we get to Miami. All right. So Nashville SC has played two games since we last yeah. since we last all convened here at the at the Sacred Temple of Paradise Pod. Um, we played Orlando midweek. Correct. Um, Nashville SC took the lead via a set piece in the fifteenth minute. Uh, Mukhtar hit a good ball in. That was and to Romney. Dave Romney put it away your man of the season yeah um yes he's player of the season for me um and i'm starting to think that maybe i'm winning you over on that idea as well no i don't just because i like invader zim uh no i think romney's been the better of the center backs i think he's been a lot better than i thought he was going to be um, he's got everything for yeah. me. I he's mean, just, other than he's a little bit undersized. Yeah, but he's just like a steady defensive rock, which I think helps uh, Invader Zim be a little bit more aggressive, which I like. He's the complete modern yeah. center back because he all. I mean, I think maybe sometimes when players are left footed, especially it, center backs, when there's like a left footed center back that can really sort of pass the ball and move it forward like that, it yeah. it just looks sexy. It's just a nice thing to see. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say modern. I don't think his like offensive skills. I mean, he did score, but I think he I looks mean, very composed when he carries the ball in midfield. More okay. so than Zimmerman, who is more of like a bull in a china shop, like bowling through midfield really quickly. I, I tend to find. Yeah, though I think, and he showed it today, and 
A couple games. I think Zimmerman's a lot better passer than I thought he was. Zimmerman tonight, the game uh, against Miami, yes. I thought, especially in the first half, yeah. it stood out to me. But, yeah, his range of and, passing was, was really nice. The Dallas game, I thought his passing was good as well, those games. And – I guess the in discussing the we'll try to discuss it briefly. I guess we can get to the the, Orlando the fun game. game that we won. But in in discussing the Orlando uh, loss in midweek, um, again we lost three um, one. We we start yeah it would be that would not be the place maybe to talk about how good the center backs have been together. But damn again after tonight, I am having the thought that like the Romney Zimmerman center back combo is is perfect. They're two center backs that his games are like they're as different, I think, as two center backs could play. Yeah. They complement each other so well. I don't know if you read Michael Cox ever. He's zonal marking on Twitter. Um, he is just like a tactics writer. He's the best. Um, and he had a really good piece. He writes for the Athletic now. Uh, he's he better a, than Ben. Yeah. Well, no, he's the second best. After <laughs> ben. Um, Shout out ben. Ben's number one. Um, but he had a piece on on center backs and how. Uh, he finds that the best center back combos tend to be like one is like a dog and one is like a cat. And I think that we have that perfectly. Yeah. And Zimmerman is like the dog who's more aggressive. kind of right. And then the cat in Romney, who is a little bit more sly, a little bit more likely to maybe not make it look acrobatic when he's making a stop or whatever, but she seems to end up with the ball and then gracefully kind of can slink forward with it and move in the midfield. Yeah, I agree. I think, I'm glad that you're finally accepting that Zimmerman's a dog. Um, he's because a dog. I think no, he had a great. He's no, been good because I feel like you're like he he makes mistakes, but I feel like that's part of his game. Like he's an aggressive center back, he's gonna make mistakes, and I feel like you were thinking he's like this all defender, which technically he is because he's made the starting eleven all team MLS all eleven yeah whatever. as a defender. But I think, um, and I don't know if this is a trend in soccer as it is in like hockey, where like they're you want your center backs offense like to be offensively they have to gifted. Have some skills. Yeah, and I think that's what Zimmerman like the winners of the Norris Trophy are uh, for which is the like best defenseman in the NHL typically be like the ones that score the most score goals, goals, which is a weird thing for a defenseman. Like you're like straight like defensive defenseman doesn't get the recognition like Romney in this case, but Zimmerman does. Um but I, I think um yeah, he's gonna make mistakes and I think that's part of his game and I'm like I I don't fault him for that. He's also going to give you goals, and he's going to give you the beautiful passes. And so, yeah. Well, well, after Romney's goal that put us ahead midweek in Orlando, I would say that now we have two center backs who not only are offering us a lot defensively in the course of play, but Walker Zimmerman has scored a set-piece goal now in our, what, six games we've played. And now so is Dave Romney. So we got two threats from center back coming up on set-pieces, which is – such so nice when you can get a goal on a set piece, yeah. man. And I think that's a Gary, uh, Gary Smith thing. I mean, he wanted that was with what we had with Lasso in the USO and uh, Tribbett and uh, Oxford wasn't as tall as those two, but he also was uh, very good at set pieces. Um, so I feel like that's a thing Gary likes is getting your goals on your set pieces from your center backs. Yeah, I mean, our I think Gary teams are gonna have enough physicality and be like big enough probably. Yeah. And even when he wants to play like you know three center back type lineups, um, you're always gonna be threatening on set pieces when you've got that much size. Yeah, and he I think he brought Kentrebits Ken, Ken over from the USL too, so we have him as well. True, it'd be nice, nice to maybe see him feature at some point. Yeah, I think he's been injured. 
Yeah, I think he has been on one of only maybe one two. or two that's usually on the injury list. Yeah, so yeah, and you got to think with Gary being uh, not reluctant at all to give these USL guys a chance that there's a good chance that we will hopefully see Tribbett. Yeah. Pause. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now this is the ASMR. Well, it's a little bit weak of a port. Uh, I can kind of hear it like foaming up too. That's actually really nice. How's that for some some Foley? I feel like I feel like Foley is. is I hope you leave that in. I feel like Foley is the coolest job in like filmmaking. Yeah. Did you guys ever go into that? Oh, Foley artist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I could watch those videos all day. It's really cool. Yeah. Did that sound cool? Yeah, it sounded really cool. Yeah. That's Hopefully, leave that in. Yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, I feel like I've said this like 20 times. Convince you to do a part a ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of a. Uh, well, you said you have it listed in our podcast on like iTunes. I think, yeah. Well, you can like tag episodes yeah. with like one off <laughs> things. I think I've put that a couple times, but. Um, okay. Anyways. Um, so, speaking of scoring off of set pieces, we did that, but then we gave up an equalizer five minutes later. In the five minutes from when Romney put us ahead uh, in the Orlando game in midweek, Orlando. Just it was like an. I remember it being like an onslaught coming forward. They looked so good, yeah. And they scored, and you just kind of had to shake your head and be like, "Well deserved." We could not. Yeah. It was. They really put together some nice attacking moves that led up to the goal. I've blacked out most of that game, but Fair. from what I remember, um, I watched most, I watched the first half pretty intently, and the second one not so much. But I do remember. I think Nashville probably also deserved more than one goal in the first half. I remember them being very aggressive, which was nice to see. Um, but then you do lose some of that defensive stalwart uh, when you do that. And um, I thought Miami, or not Miami, Orlando City also um, deserved a lot. Of, like it, it seemed like it was going to be a shootout. Uh, neither team was really interested in playing defense. But um, and then Orlando capitalized. We did not. Uh, yeah, in the second half, um, two goals from uh, Daryl DK put the game away so i just super draft i have just in my notes that we got dk'd down yeah i mean do you are you questioning the jack meyer pick <laughs> did we pass on we did pass on dk to take jack meyer interesting yeah jack wow. meyer was two and dk was gotta pick. start asking some tough questions of jack meyer now i know i say get him out of my club because yeah. daryl dk is lighting it up um no he but i mean with how good our center backs are like, we don't have really a need for that. No, I'm joking. I'm being hot takey. Um, I mean, it is a little bit of a serious question. By all accounts, Jack Maher is a very good no, prospect, actually. Yeah, no. For, by all, like, he is. But, by all, like, that's not – we don't really need center backs right now. Okay. Like – True. Well, Daryl DK seems like – he seems like a like sort of a second striker, not like yeah. to lead the line, but to kind of sweep up afterwards and, and put the ball away. He did it twice against us. He's done it since then. And Yeah, I, I guess, think he has, like, three goals in five games or something like that. Yeah, kind of um, have a breakout little stretch here. But no, just just throwing it out there. Just asking questions. I mean, no, I mean, we're, I mean, we're gonna very have, harsh, but it is. But at the same time, I, like I, I, we're gonna have Zimmerman and Romney for what, like at least three more years. Yeah, and I I did not know that. Yeah. I, did, I didn't know DK's history in the draft. That he yeah, was, he was fifth, I think, overall. Okay, and uh, we passed on him. And we and, picked like second. And yeah, something. and I think Robbie Robinson also was who played for Miami. Okay, um, he was drafted yeah. before there, and he has not looked. As good as DK. Yeah, I guess this with this being the one by game. far the closest that I've followed MLS um, in my life, just because Nashville's in it now, I have a rooting interest. Um, 
I guess the it seems like the kids from the draft get a chance, or I wonder if this is a particularly strong draft class. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to compare that to. I feel like, I mean, I feel like a, you, you get a lot of players that do come from the Super Draft, but it seems like it, this year they're making an immediate impact instead of like, it always seems like, oh, he'll play in like a couple of years. Like Jack Meyer was what they said was like the most MLS-ready player when he got drafted, and I mean, he hasn't played. Um so yeah, I don't know. Well, who's, I, I don't know if that's he, who's going to beat out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just but I don't know if that's like the norm of like. I don't know. I didn't either. expect him to play this year. That's the thing. But when you see people like Alistair and uh, DK playing, it's kind of I don't know if that they're the exception and the norm is uh, Jack Meyer, where you kind of develop him for a year or two. Yeah, it's a good question. It's one of those things we'll get a better feel for as we like follow the league this closely for yeah. years to come. We keep bringing you the motherfucking pod. But um, just to kind of wrap up. Uh, the loss to Orlando. Was there anything that we can take away from that game? The only thing that really sticks out to me um, was it was, I think, our our full introduction to Abu Dunladi as a forward. Yeah. And I thought he offered us a, a much needed uh, bit of pace and someone who could, you could give them kind of a, a lofted through ball over the top and they would run onto it. We haven't. Yeah. We have he's the he's the fastest. I think Baji's kind of offered that. Positions. Like Baji offered that in the, I think the second Dallas game. Baji offers that as well. Um, so I don't like to me they seem like the same player, mm. almost. Um, Pacey, neither one can fucking finish apparently. <laughs> um, but um, I think uh, I, I'm hoping that Alistair stays at the right back spot. I think hopefully that's the end of the him on the wing. No offense to him, I just think he's also better at the right back. And I think he was the best right back out of everyone that's played. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I didn't think I did. I did. I thought that was Dax's worst game, and I I don't know if I don't know if it was a formation like a that that was or it was like a rest thing. He didn't start this game. It was his first game he didn't start. Um, so I don't like I said. I I I think it maybe was more formation related. Like he just didn't fit that formation as well. And then they wanted to go back to that formation this game, and that's why they took him out. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. I, um, remembered McCarty as having a pretty positive performance, being one of the few that could take some credit away from Hmm. the loss to Orlando. It's just, I don't know. It's a weird game. It's, it's, it's one of those funky things about soccer is two guys can watch the same performance and come away with two different takes. That said, McCarty clearly did not make himself undroppable in that game yeah. because, and this segues us perfectly into um, the win tonight on Sunday over Miami, um, it segments us into the lineup, which was a, it felt like a real Gary special, um, a very different lineup from midweek. So we saw Dax McCarty dropped uh, from the 11, as we discussed also Honey Mukhtar um, not starting for the first time in Jaleel Anibaba was dropped with Alistair Johnson coming in and getting a start at right back, which we've been waiting for. You sold me on that, and I think you've been vindicated and you're dead on. That yeah, he was good today. He's the, probably the answer at right back, right? Yeah. Um, I thought he was really good today. Alex Mule. Uh, Mule? Mule? We're going to go with Mule. 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 Okay. That's a weird meal. That guy from the Red Bulls got a start, uh, as well as Brian Anunga, which we didn't know yeah. much about. Going no, I remember the, yeah. I I had a look. I looked him up, and then I remembered the signing. Once I looked him up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember us getting a guy from Charleston." Um, but I didn't know much of him, so 
Um, if we're going to the analyst, I thought he looked really good yep. in the first half. I thought second half he uh, um, was a little quiet. Started, and then, The fouls started getting a little yeah. bit closer to on the line. Yeah, he was a little quiet, which I, you probably don't want from your midfield. Um, he was definitely tasked with a defensive job in yeah, midfield, which I think um, he largely did very well. I mean, for his full debut in MLS, I was impressed with yeah, him. Yeah, and then Dax got subbed on pretty quickly, so that kind of lines up with that. Yeah. Plus, um, I think you want Dex on your team just as a – I mean, he's your captain. He's your guy. Yeah, it makes so. sense that he would at least touch the field. Um, and I think McCarty coming on as a little bit of composure and experience in midfield when you're trying to hold on to a lead, yeah. um, super valuable guy to be able to bring off the bench. Yeah, who was – they had Leal sitting behind the striker. Yeah, so the, I guess um, – Which I think from what I'm reading, I didn't notice him – like, I didn't think he played bad. I didn't think he played good in that spot. I think a lot of people didn't like him, apparently. I think a lot of – for one, I think a lot of people are kind of getting fed up with the, like, R2DP is not really doing anything, which we can get in much hard later. Uh, but I think even in games like here where he wasn't he didn't, wasn't good, he wasn't bad, but people are, like, going to be a little bit, um, like, pessimistic on him because he wasn't great. Um, but, yeah, Liao – I thought I don't know, it was weird in him in that spot. What would you make of – how would you describe the, the front four? So the we saw Johnson come in at right back. Other than that, um, yeah. from left back to the center backs, uh, Lovitz, Romney, Zimmerman, like I think we're going to always see from here on out. Um, and then Godoy in midfield with Anunga. And then the front four were Alex Mwil, uh Randall Leal, Abu Dunladi and Dominique Baji, and it was pretty fluid behind. I think Baji was like the center forward, yeah, who was furthest forward and most central. And then Leal and Will and Dunladi behind him seemed to interchange a lot. I think Leal was playing off the right a lot, which I thought was interesting because yeah. it seems like we think of him more as somebody that wants to come in from the left and get a shot off with his right foot. Um, and and oftentimes I thought the guy who was closest to Baji as kind of a strike partner was that Alex Mwil. Yeah. I thought Mwil played and, – and you noted during the game that both the um, left back and right backs were also coming up very high, um, which I, I liked. I thought there was uh, – it was a lot of pace having um, Mule, Donlati, and Baji, and then both the right backs coming in – or left back and right back coming up. Um, I liked the look of it. Um, we Mule ended up having a goal that was taken away. But I thought he looked really good. I thought he probably looked the best out of all four of them, I would say. Um, but, no, I thought it was one of the best, I think. I still think you put Mukhtar and Liao on there. I think the combination – I'd like to see the combination of Liao, Mukhtar, and Mule. Yeah, I think your point about um, this was our first game where we had two fullbacks with the license to really attack and overlap. Um, I think that made a huge difference in this game. And Johnston being a right back, we commented on it a couple of times during the game. It was, uh, we, I, I would be like, look how high up Johnston is in yeah. the field right now. You know, not probably through any fault of his own. Um, um, Ani Baba was probably say, said, hey, stay back more with the center backs, sort of become a back three um, when we're in attack. I'm sure he yeah. would love to rampage and get forward. So it's not like it's like, I think they're listening to what their managers are instructing them to do, but Johnson is for sure more of an attacking threat. Yeah. And I think Dunlady's going to be, unless, and excuse, I think it works. excuse me, Anibaba's going to be 
um, unless we see something crazy new out of him. But Lovitz has been good now coming forward on the left, and that was giving Leal the opportunity to cut inside, and I think he's been a little bit better since Lovitz has been able to get forward and overlap more. And now I think we've got Johnston overlapping on the right, and we've got them outside allowing the wider forwards, the Dunlatis, the Leals, maybe like kind of the Mukhtars, to, to come inside and, and make a little bit more. Okay. Check, check, check. Check, check. Wow, we're back. The SD card is full. <laughs> Amateur hour, man. And this is probably a nice time to say, wow, episode what? I think this is like 18. I don't fucking know. Well, the SD card is full, which uh, luckily we only lost Josh. like 30 seconds of this gold. Yeah, Josh apparently hasn't been deleting episodes. I haven't deleted any of them. Yeah, you'll learn. You'll, it's a rookie mistake. We're all we learning together. <laughs> but the last thing I just listened back, I was just uh, talking about uh, the way that having both a left back and a right back who could overlap uh, seems to help all the attackers. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about, so we'll just go to the next thing. Well, we can just get into, I guess, Alex Mills' um, disallowed goal. Is it the right call? I thought both of ours were wrong. Well, in the first half, both of ours were wrong. Um, both of the video assistant referee Yeah, reviews. so the Mule goal, I, I didn't think it was that. I think, I mean, Mule is also allowed to fight for position. Um, and so I, I thought it was a little ticky-tack. Um, but um, And then the Zimmerman... Um, handball. I mean, I don't. I Later maybe in the maybe second half. was that in the second half, wasn't it? Um, I think it was in the first. But oh, my bad. Yeah, my my halftime thoughts were both ours were wrong. Um, so um, I thought, and and maybe it might just because I don't know the rules. I mean, it was a handball. I don't know. I don't like whatever. But um, yeah, the mule goal specifically, I thought was a goal. Yeah, it I nice it was a really close call. Uh, just checking Twitter briefly, people seem divided on it, which is the sign of is just a, it was probably a really tight call that maybe could have gone either way. Um, I I had enough of an inkling after watching the review that there might have been um, a little bit of a push off there from Will that I was like if I was watching this as a neutral, I probably would have. Um, Ag- agreed that we're fucking the not so. right so i could recognize the fan in me that was like, like fuck you there's Var. not enough in it but if i had yeah. if i had not and had my fandom coming in i i think with my totally neutral hat on i probably and i pretty, wouldn't have like been like screaming out that the call be made but having seen the goal disallowed i was like yeah i'm, I'm and, okay with it being disallowed and, and i think we've been pretty screwed on var this year with the like them not checking the Atlanta game for that foul that they ended like the guy ended up getting suspended for a game after our game, um, but then VAR didn't want to check it during the game to get the red. Like, and then I think there's another um, game maybe in Orlando City that uh, we get screwed, but I don't remember. But anyways, fuck VAR is my main point. It sucks. VAR, we're waiting for you. We're recording live yeah. from the from lot. F at Nissan Stadium, and we're out here waiting for the VAR. If a VAR was a person, we're in ghillie suits. Punch, punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> waiting in the bushes yeah. on the banks of the Cumberland. I heard them describing it like that on the broadcast. thought it was sort of fun. Um, anyways, into the second half, I guess. Um, the second half? Well, I don't really remember anything else specifically from the first half, other than I guess the next big note was that at halftime, uh, Hani Mukhtar did come on yeah, for so. Abu Dunlady. 
Yeah. That, I thought that was a good move. Yeah. Um, I would have. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. We'll get into my other, who I think we should have subbed on. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, but so basically, I think that confirms that um, not starting Mukhtar was no um, no shade towards Ani. Ani, am I saying that right? I'm trying to say it the way that Obi Wan Kenobi yeah is 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 talking it's, to. Well, he's Anakin got a British accent. As he trains him in the ways of the Force. He's got a British accent. Ani. That just sounds like uh, Australian. Okay. What's the difference, really? I mean... I know there's a difference. But anyways, um, yeah, I piss, think that... Piss off all our British and Australian dude, listeners. all the dogs down in Sydney, <laughs> in Auckland, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be pissed. Sorry, sorry, lads. They're lads, too, down there, right? I think they're mates. They're, ma- they're more mates <laughs> than lads, yeah. I, we love all the, the lads, mates, <laughs> the dogs, the fellas, yeah. and the bays out there. Um no, so I think that Hani coming on right at the stroke of halftime confirmed that it was just, hey, man, we're giving you 45 minutes off. Come on with fresh legs at halftime. We're, you've been playing a lot of games. We're just giving you a little bit of a rest. Yeah, I agree. Um, in the second half, uh, we got the goal that ended up being the winner. Um, a lot would happen after it, but uh, Annabelle Godoy, who who took the armband in this match as, as McCarty, was was seated as well as Hani Mukhtar from the start. Um, he scored from like what I would call like the top of the key, you know, like from outside the box yeah. there. Uh, with his weaker right foot, no less, uh, scores a, a really nice goal, um, a, yeah. a really nice finish. He's he he is what is he what we think Leal is? <laughs> this is so hacky. This is like <laughs> anytime someone scores that is not. Like wearing the number nine on their back, <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, there's that's the that's the um, striker." That's no, the Liel. I, it was a good goal. Um, I didn't. It was kind of a weird because Annabelle, like, he's really good. He's really big, but I think because he's so big, he like runs in slow motion. It feels like, but it just the play felt like it happened in slow motion. But um, it was really good. I think it was what off a set piece that went out wide, and Zimmerman then crossed it back in, and it came out, and then it. Came, uh, Inter Miami knocked it out of the box, and then uh, Andy Ball Godoy just cranked it. Yeah, and it was Zimmerman uh, way out, sort of wide, keeping a play alive. And yeah, Miami, which is weird a lot to of see. the players seemed like they were caught flat-footed. They seemed like they thought the play was going to be whistled dead, and it was not. Yeah, because he he had kind of like touched uh, the Inter Miami player, and the Inter Miami player fell. Um, it looked like just his hand. I couldn't really tell if he like kicked his foot as well. They looked at it and they said it was fine. So. Um, I, I think he just touched him, but yeah, that's a weird, also a weird thing. Cause normally, uh, Zimmerman's on the receiving end of, uh, crosses into the box and this time he was giving it, um, I didn't know you had it in him, which was nice to see. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was, it was such a nice goal. I mean, that was our nicest goal that's been, that we scored this season. I know yeah. it's not a large amount kinda, to choose it from, but kind of reminds me a little bit of that, uh, uh, Lebo Malota goal. Yeah, he had. Do you remember? Well, we were discussing uh, while we were watching the game. It was just like we've really seen. You know, we were lucky to see during the USL years uh, quite a few really nice, just sort of rips from outside the box, courtesy of like Lebo Bolono a couple times, and then also Lancaster, Cameron Lancaster, when he had that stretch of games when he was starting, still doing well for Louisville. Bring him back if we can't make the messy signing happen, but you know, fingers crossed. Um, 
but yeah, they, it's weird be, because these players, they obviously have skill because you see it in the USL and they're clinical in the USL, but then when they get to MLS, it's not, it's like they like lose their clinical finishing ability. And it's just like, I don't understand. I realize it's different. Competition. I think the defending it's, is yeah. just that much better, but I think it's also just kind of a coincidence that we're like thinking of, Yeah, I, th- I think we're a little goal starved. So we're thinking of like, damn, remember all those like screamers and nice goals from USL. And it was just like. We were we were kind of a, a we were kind of steamrolling teams for a little while there, especially yeah, in that especially second, the second year. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, I'm trying to just come up with any excuse possible as to why no one on our fucking team knows how to finish outside apparently Anibal Godoy. Um, we have evidence of one guy that can finish, and he's not getting any minutes. Where is David Akam? Yeah, I don't know. We can get into yeah. I think I don't know what he did, man. He must have like slept with Gary's daughter. I don't even know if he has a daughter, but like. I don't know what the fuck he did. Cause like one, he's I mean, technically tied for leading club goal scorer ever of all time. Um, but yet somehow if he can only sub on and if he subs on, like it's like twenty minutes or so. And then this game he doesn't even play, which I kinda get this game because we were up one nothing and it, they probably wanted to go more defensive form uh lineup um with the subs. But I don't know, like, I, I really liked Mule, but, like, Akam hasn't started since the, I think he probably started the Portland game. I know he started the Atlanta game, but I think he started the Portland game. Um, and he's been a sub since, and he has a goal, so it's not like he wasn't producing. So I'm wondering really if he's not fully healthy. That's my thing, but, like, you, you've you said it a couple times, like, it could just be a health thing, but same thing. one, it's been... Like two weeks since we've started and he subs on almost every game outside this one like i feel like if you're not healthy like you probably shouldn't be you're probably not healthy enough to sub on and he hasn't been on any of the injury reports right so i don't know there I can think. be little um lingering issues that i thought might have had something to do along with just him aging and maybe not having a full 90 in him I once mean, a week or twice when he a comes week. on he looks good Right. When so, he comes on, he does look good. I I mean, I think he offers enough of a goal threat, which we're desperate for right now. Yeah. And I've, that, I, it's really hard to justify not playing him unless I mean, we, we need to know why he's not. Hopefully that's going to get asked to Gary, yeah. right? That needs ben, to be asked yeah, if ben, anyone's listening that has yeah. that access, which probably a couple. Yeah, Ben, if you're listening, ask why Akam doesn't get the start for us. Um, well, it's just what what's why and, why no minutes and you brought it up that like he is a good super sub which like i agree that he is but you gotta sub him on for him to be super well not even i mean this was the first game that he was subbed on and we were up one nothing so it seemed like gary was going defensive so i don't blame this game but when we're not scoring goals i realized he That's did a good point i realized he was he is a good super sub but when we're not scoring goals like you should probably put the guy that does have a goal in your starting lineup and try that as well. Like, he's not even trying it. It's definitely been a conspicuous absence. Like, like, like he'll throw out Alistair Johnson. It what, sticks out like a sore thumb to me. I, yeah. I, maybe it's just because I'm hearing you say it all the time. I, maybe maybe, I, maybe no one else is thinking about it. Maybe, maybe we rate David Akam more highly than the fan base. Maybe. I get quite a, Whenever I tweet about him, I get quite a bit of likes. Hmm. So. Um, and Reddit seems to also like Akam. I don't have my phone, but I did post on there. Um, and they all are like, Basically, everyone on Reddit's like, yeah, he should be starting. Um, do you want to get to the Hani penalty? Yeah. Um, Hani Mukhtar comes on at halftime. Uh, 
uh, not sure what minute it was around, but he wins a penalty. Um, a lot of the times in soccer, I think a team will have a rule that if you are fouled or brought down to win the penalty, they just as kind of a rule, don't let you then take the penalty just in case like you want to take it. And maybe some adrenaline is overriding like an injury that would maybe not make you the best person to take the PK. Um, but indeed, Hani Mukart does step up to take the penalty that he won and he misses it off the crossbar. Yeah, this was the 74th minute. Um, when he took this, but yeah, I think me and you both were like, I mean, this, this is big. Cause one, I think if he, it could help the, like, I think, I think Mukhtar, Liao and like a lot of our goal scorers are good goal scorers. And I think it's a mental thing right now. Like we aren't scoring. And I think I'm hoping, and this kind of happens in, I think most sports a lot. Like once you get that first, like touchdown, you get that first hockey goal, like it kind of opens the floodgates and I'm hoping that's the scenario. And it would have been nice to like have a pretty easy goal on a PK and get that confidence up. And he fucking hit the crossbar. Didn't even touch the keeper. So uh, straight to the crossbar. Well, yeah, instead of the uh, more comfortable close to the game that being up 2-0 would have offered us, we had a super nerve-wracking last 15 minutes. Yeah. Voice breaking. Josh last was... 15 minutes plus five minutes of stoppage. Josh would not sit down. <laughs> he was like pacing around. He was like I was freaking out. He would like go like open my fridge and I get anything out. Just open my fridge. I did find it <laughs> in my stress looking for like something to eat to stress eat. I did find uh, you got a pretty nice stash of sweet treats here. Yeah, I was trying. Are to... you the sweet treats guy or is that Bay? Uh, no, Karen I love Reese's loves cups. Loves sweet treats. Reese's cups are my favorite. I, I usually have like a. Anytime, like Christmas, Easter, or anything, my parents will give me like a 70 pack bag of Reese's. Damn. And uh, so I go through those. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Carly's mom bought me those and they've been in there because I was trying to hide them from Seth because uh, he'll come over. He's a little treat, Gremlin. Well, he, he, eats sweet he, retaliate, he like, retaliates because of uh, my what I do. Just trying to be funny, but like seriously, I've just found in my life like girls lug sweet. Yeah. things more than guys do yeah and get like a craving for like sweets but seth is a he is like that with with sweet treats he is but he's retaliating because of like the things that like so like i mess with seth a lot this i don't know if you want to include this part but like he'll like whenever he i'll go to his place he gets like buys like cookie they buy like cookies and stuff like that oh yeah and i always just take one bite of a cookie and then put it back. It's a really good bit. You've been doing yeah. that for years. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes him mad every time. It does make me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or if it's like Oreos, I'll like lick. So if you ever do that to my shit, I, it will not be fucking funny to me. But because it's Seth, for some yeah, reason, it it's really funny. Yeah, he's not, yeah. And then if it's Oreos, <laughs> I'll lick the frosting out and then put the cookie back together and put it back in. Right. Yeah. Uh, I love that. But yeah. So he retaliates by eating my Reese's because he knows I love Reese's. So. But yeah, Josh... Uh, could not sit down at all. I start last, pacing. Like, I start stress eating. I had to like, at one point I was like, I had to tell myself to breathe. I was like, oh, you're not breathing anymore. Um, so yeah, it was very stressful. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of what happens when you park the bus. I feel like I don't like, Here's people were thing. like, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like how we played the last 15 minutes. I was like, you parked the bus. Like that's your, like you're basically giving up offense of at course. that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Javier. Yeah. And now we got the. Paradise Pod group text. If you jump on the pod, you're going to get to join the exclusive Paradise Pod group text, which is going to become a, a real care for us in trying to uh, attract uh, big name guests on the pod. But Javier was like, I'm not really happy yeah. with the way we looked in the last 15 minutes. I was like, what the hell are Hold you talking on. about? Don't, don't make 
Javier's a, a sweetheart. Don't make fun of him. We love you, Javi. I know. He's going to come. I'm Big yeah, Javi. He's coming but, back on. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I think. and, and that's He's it, in, like, the, that's, in the pod cinematic universe now. Yeah, that's what happens when you park the bus, I think. Yeah. You defend that with your life. Yeah. That win did. was huge. Yeah. I don't think they had a lot of really good chances. Maybe like one or two, but for the most part, we defended it well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So that's all I got. So obviously, this was not the easy way to finish out the game. That would have probably come from Mukhtar putting away the penalty, but not to get too cheesy with it, but like, this is what it's all about. Like, that, yeah. that is, that's what it's all about, man. Like, that, I, we haven't had that feeling in so long. And like, this again just confirms for me that, like, um, yeah, that Dallas feels so I'm I'm into ago. this, man. I really am into this. Like yeah. Nashville SC, this is like this is the way I watch like Michigan football, which I've watched since I was born. And this is the way I watch like Tottenham now, which has been like the sport and the team that I've like loved watching the most in the last like five years of my life. But like I feel this I'm into this, man. And and that was heart pounding, like nerve wracking, so stressful. But like just to feel that stress and to have like sport like one of your teams back and to watch it and and then even on top of that to actually manage to pull it off and get the win like it was it yeah. felt good and I will just say too um in in people asking the question like you know I think he said like would you settle for the draw here we're just getting a replay of the Godot of the Godoy goal right now oh my god so sexy um but just in people asking if if you'd settle for a draw here and what did i say no yeah you cannot just you cannot have a draw here because turning one point into three points in a situation like this where you're up and and we need to start getting some points yeah three is is so much more than than one it's that sounds so stupid but it's like it's a huge win and at that at that point in the game i think we, you definitely want the three. I mean, there was, I asked it with like five minutes left in the game. So like at that point, like if you give up the, a goal, like, yeah, that sucks. But I think we played the way we played. I think we deserved a draw probably. Um, I don't, I, I'd have to see what like the expected goals, but I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards like inter Miami probably played a little bit better than us. The game. I think it was pretty even. I, I would say a draw is pretty um, acceptable, but when I ask, yeah, at the five minutes, it's like, no, you want your three points. Like we're, we've done this. I'm Let's... really glad we won this game as well because I think we're better than Inter Miami. Because I've watched, I've watched them a bit now, and I haven't watched a lot of teams and said like, I think Nashville C is like I am positive that we're better than them, but I think we're, a little, I think we're better than Inter Miami. I think that 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 Pizarro is is a very very good player. Mm-hmm and is offers them something creatively in the 10 spot that we don't have right now. Although I think Leal had a, a good game when he got into those spaces and those, in those playmaker number 10 kind of spaces. Um, and, and I think hopefully we'll, we'll see some production in that area from Mukhtar. Um, but I know, I think we're better than inner Miami and that's probably the first team that we've played. I think every team that we've played up until this point is better than us. I, I think we, and that's okay because it's not that many teams. I would say we're pretty on par with Dallas. We're pretty on par with Dallas. Like yeah. I thought, I felt like the first game a draw was which we won. A draw would have been acceptable. Second game, I think we played better and we deserved the three points, even though we got the draw. Um, but and and I think we're figuring out Atlanta is probably a little bit too talented so, to slide yeah, as much as we might have thought. Even with the Atlanta game, so like I like they're 
obviously better than us, but it wasn't still enough. got Pity Martinez. Yeah, it, it just it's not enough to say like that they're way better than us. I I, I think, um, I mean, once you lose Joseph Martinez, like you're gonna lose some offense, but I don't think that they're like drastically better than us. The only game I would say for sure would probably be either. See Orlando City, I feel like first half we were probably better, but the second half and then maybe the Portland game. Um, I, th- I think Portland's was definitely better I than think that Portland's game. Portland's better than us too. Yeah. But that's okay because I think, I mean, the goal is just to get into the playoffs. Hopefully. Right. And then anything can happen. And a lot, um, of, a, a lot of teams get in the playoffs. Yeah. And Inter Miami is, they are, who's the uh, guy that they signed just recently? Uh, apparently, I didn't realize this until the broadcast, but they signed uh, Blaise Matuidi. Yeah. Who is a French midfielder who's played for uh, Juventus most recently, I believe. Uh, He's older, but like I'm pretty much positive he was on the France squad. He was won the World Cup. He's a very uh, he has a very distinguished career in Europe as a midfielder. Yeah, and they're in talks, which I mean it's Inter Miami, so they're going to be in talks with everyone apparently. But I could actually see this happening because of Beckham. They are in talks for Suarez, which would. I mean, at that point, he's, they're probably I mean, better than us. <laughs> yeah. They're probably better than most MLS teams if you get Suarez. But not yet. No, no, not yet. I'd I mean, rather be Nashville right now. just with my team right now than yeah. Inter-Miami. And which I think, fe- that feels great to say because they're coming into this league at the same time as us. They've had to deal with all the same bullshit with COVID and everything and the restarts and the stoppages as us. Um, and uh, I think we've con- constructed a, a better squad at the moment. Now, if they can go out and get – the, uh, somebody really just next level as a DP, then that changes, but not yet. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the potential DP signing that we researched 10 minutes before the, we will. Yeah. Pond? We'll do that just as the one sort of news item for the uh, week, okay. but let's just finish wrapping up, uh, the win against inner Miami. Um, does it feel like a bigger win than, than our, our one previous win, which was against Dallas? I think it. this one feels more like – like the Dallas games almost felt like a preseason game because we didn't do the tournament. And then it was like – and then it felt like these were just like, hey, well, like these are just warm-up games. The pre- there wasn't a lot of pressure. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so this one feels like a like regular season soccer win, um, which I think is – yeah, I think it's – I liked it more. I, it, more it feels like it right now, but again, the, the emotion. I mean, three points is, is 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 the most important thing right now. It's not like a player uh, or a manager after the match, but more so than just the three points, the ability to keep it from turning back into one point by giving up an equalizer, the way we were able to hold on and defend um, at home. Man, imagine how good it felt for those guys to finally just be able to, like, sleep in their own bed, like – you know, the night after the game, like they're going to, you know, drive home or whatever. And it's just, it's got to feel good for them after, um, the, the missed opportunity to be in the tournament in Orlando. And then yeah. like the crazy late nights in like Dallas and having to fly straight back, like you know, good for them, man. And like, I, I'm, you know, the team, I'm, I'm proud of the team so far in the season. Yeah. No, I think it was a really good win. Uh, just a little bit of show notes. Um, I think that we are going to settle into like a once a week recording schedule. I think next week uh, we have a similar schedule to the, the club has a similar schedule to what we had this week with a, a game midweek and then a game on the weekend. So I think we play Wednesday and Sunday again this week. Correct. Uh, y- yes. <laughs> Wednesday, Orlando city at home and then at inner Miami on Sunday again. 
Yeah, we're, we're in a little bit of a southeast uh, sort of division situation right now with Orlando. Yeah, well, they wanted Miami to keep it regional and, uh, and because of travel. Right. So I think everyone is in a regional. Like. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not. I guess. What? Are they? I don't know. Well, Seattle's playing LAFC. That makes sense. I mean, you They'd have. They'd be West Coast. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like, L- I feel like LAFC would play the Galaxy and like uh, Quakes. And They're all probably in the group together. But yeah, maybe. Know. We don't know. Um do we want to so so yeah just to say we're probably going to record yeah josh if you have questions during the week just do them to the pod account and we'll just check them and we'll try to get to as many as we yeah can. you probably need to get better about asking like, that's what i'm saying like if anyone has thinks of something <laughs> that would be and if it's not soccer related that's even better honestly because we're having as much fun with with those yeah um yeah josh wanted to do a midweek episode I did, yeah. I was ready to go midweek, and Don was like, "What if we just did one a week?" Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was hyped up, but I think that is a, a good call, and yeah, I think that's a good call for now. Yeah. But, so, so, um, anyways, should we do our three stars of the week then total, or do you want to do three or just two? Um, we'll do three, and we'll wh- whoever whoever's first star I deem to be more worthy of having a third. I will assign it to either myself or you. Of course, okay. no bias. I would be no bias involved. Okay. There. Who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. If you want. Okay. Um, Don't take my one. Uh, I can only think of one person right now. Uh, Anibal Godoy. God damn it. <laughs> okay. I got I'll tell you what. That'll be our third story, and then we'll each have a different one. Okay. That works out great. So, so yeah. you do another one, then, while I try to think of... Anibal Godoy, just a, another quick word about him. Just immense he is um he's so like strong on the ball and is able to get out of like tough spots in midfield where if he coughed it up it would it would turn into a, a really nasty counterattack against us but he he doesn't cough it up he puts his his body in between the ball and, and the, the person trying to get it back from him and he retains possession really well but he also moves the ball on extremely quickly and then obviously he sits back and has a lot of defensive awareness and and breaks up a lot of play as well. I mean, I he's just I love that type of midfielder. Um, ooh, Jordan <laughs> Morris, I think, just yeah, scored a nice one. Got it. Maybe he is good. I really want to. I want to. <laughs> he's been really good recently, and I really want to see him on the U.S. Nationals team. I guess he's in the he's in the front three then, where Way is. Would yeah, be that's until Way gets more. I mean, minutes. you could put him in like the like Sergeant and the Altador role like that. Than the nine, you could um, do like Pulisic right, Morris left, Sargent but, on top. Yeah, the way I had it was Reyna um, obviously in behind. It's gonna be sick because of Way's injury. I had uh, Morris uh, in his spot on the right wing. Yeah, um, but I'd be interested to see how he plays with like Pulisic because I don't know that they've played much together. Um, and like Weston McKinney and uh, yeah, he could fit into that group just because I mean, he's that level of like athlete. At yeah, least. and Reyna hasn't played for the national team so. I can't wait to see, see Reina yeah. play for the national team. Anyways, um, so we've agreed as for Hannibal Godoy. Um, so since I offered that up, go ahead and give us your. Yeah. Okay. So I thought of mine. I'm going to go Mule. Um, I thought he he was for the whole week. Yeah. I thought he subbed on for the first game, and I thought he played fine. Like it wasn't anything, but I thought he had a really he was one of the standouts today. So a combination of did he just score again? I'm, I'm wondering if they hold on. No, they did just score again. He did. Jordan Morris just scored again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, well, damn. Hold on. Don't talk. I'll just edit this out. Or talk, whatever. 
Yeah. Nice okay. Easy one. Um, yeah. So a combination of like playing decent the last game. And Jordan then, Morris officially the new Daryl DK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Thanks, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I go Alex Mule. Alex I thought, Mule. I thought he had, I thought he was one of the standouts today, and then a combination of playing decent the last game. Um, He's definitely and because be I a, can't think of anyone else. So I yeah, I didn't expect much from him as a signing for some reason, but he seems like he'll be a useful piece. We got a lot of useful pieces. There's not a lot of dead weight on this team, and that's why my star of the match is the guy that's come off the bench and made a difference every time, and that's Taylor Washington. I hope you're joking. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. When you said dead weight, my first thought was Taylor Washington, <laughs> which sounds bad. Sorry, Taylor, if you're listening. All right, so All we right. got Godoy, we got um, Will. I'm gonna say Dave Romney. And I've I've waxed poetic on him answer. enough, but um, he deserves out. to be in there. I think he's been our player of the season for me so far. Okay. Um, an answer, but whatever. We do you want to get into listener questions first, or our one news item of the week? Uh, let's go. We do listener questions last, so let's do one news item. Perfect. Do we um, want to get into. Uh, we talked about whether we want to talk about uh, European football. Oh. Um, is there anything in particular? That, I guess we, we haven't, we didn't record last time we recorded was the day before the champions league final. Um, yeah. Bayern Munich, um, like uh, everyone continued thought. their treble winning season, which if you're new to soccer in, uh, Europe, you're generally playing a, a domestic league season as well as having at least one Let's domestic cup competition. And then if you're well, in European competition, like champions league, if you win all three of those, it's called the treble and it's yeah, really a big deal. Um, Let's hold off on that because there's actually a question related to like the tournaments and the playoffs. Okay. Um, um, which kind of goes in with like Champions League. Okay. Anything else on Europe you wanted to hit then, or? No, we can just if we want to talk about something later uh, during that. You want to talk about Weston McKinney, American midfielder? Yeah, that was cool. We discussed on the pod like randomly a lot, like more than anyone else. But he, I guess not randomly. I guess we're just good talent scouts. Um, we we sort of think alike to I try to think like Andrea Pirlo in in all aspects of my life. Um, no, but he was signed to Juventus, who are far and away the the biggest club in Italy. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, is now going to be a teammate of Weston McKinney. Yeah, that's kind of pretty wild. fucking nuts to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how much you'll because Juventus has a pretty stacked midfield, from what I. Well, they're losing Blaise Matuidi. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like. It's a loan, so it's a loan from uh, Shaka, uh, but it's a if they make the Champions League, it's option a, to buy kicks in. That a, is yeah, something. so they can buy Champions yeah, League or Champions League final, one of the two. That um, it's a it's a permanent move. Um, I think, which is weird. Like, I mean, one, it's just weird that Perlo would like single him out. Like, this is who I want my first signing. Maybe the club already had it lined up. Um, I wonder if, because Perlo did play in the MLS in New York. And I can't remember if Weston McKinney, if they like cross pass at all. That would be interesting to Um, know. Let's, let's get Javier on the the line. Fact check. No, it's fucking nuts to say like Ronaldo's playing with a U.S. men's national team. Um, They're coming up, man. This is the golden age. Yeah. It is the most talent we've ever had. Yeah, which kind of sucks for, like, it's a golden edge for, like, U.S. men's national team, but, like, this is probably, like, a normal year for, like, Germany and France. They're just like, yeah, we have guys that play. Man, yeah, yeah. no, just you got to start somewhere, like. Yeah. I and, think, and this started with all these kids who are now, all this under-23 talent we're, we're talking about right now. 
started for them over 10 years ago with like Donovan. So maybe they were probably, yeah. Watching like the 2010 world cup getting inspired by that. Pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, Robinson got loaned out to, um, Anthony Robinson left back's going to be in the Premier league this year. Is he playing for Sheffield or Fulham? Fulham. Fulham. I don't know why I thought Sheffield, uh, he he got linked with everyone. He got linked with America. Yeah, he did. He's been linked Um, with AC Milan. I guess he failed a medical at AC Milan in the spring. He was supposed to go Interesting. and they uncovered some type of heart thing and they wouldn't sign him. Um, so he's at Fulham with Tim Ream. Also, U.S. Men's National Team. True. That'll be um, the left side of all-American left side. Well, I saw something today, and I, I think they've signed. They got then. an American left. What is that? Is it going to be Bernie Sanders and AOC? Okay. Thanks. But I'm, but I'm t- Anyways. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Reem's going to be starting. He started, like, all last year, but I think that, like, I saw some lineup, and they had him backing up whoever was in the yeah it seems to be like championship level to me and not premier league probably um any way my boy um no squad u.s squad is looking good i'm really excited to see us play a qualifying game first guys game action and probably like almost a year it feels like uh to yesterday a lot of injury problems yeah um well he he had a hamstring and then he came on for a game for like five minutes and tore it again are you gonna watch some league um this year with me to uh watch him way i don't Oh, is that France? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Their season, um, so they are the one European league of the top five that are considered the strongest, like Germany, France, Spain, England, Frenches? Italy. Yeah, they're, they're like the big five leagues. Um, France was the only one that did not finish their season after like a, a postponement because of COVID. They wrapped it up. They said, yeah, which we're was- not finishing the league. And so they've started their, their new 2020 and 2021 season uh, last week and, and played games last weekend and this weekend as well. It's been fun to watch. Well, it's been preseason. They haven't started the season yet. There's a lot of good young talent yeah. in France. Um, I'll probably try to watch. I mean, it's going to be exciting to watch Serie A because I'll try to catch some Juventus games now that Weston McKinney's in there. And, yeah, if Wea can stay healthy, I mean, you know he's my man crush, so um, I'm going to try to watch him if he can stay healthy. I'm excited to watch him too. Um, you've been on him since what was that the U19 World Cup? Like yeah, three it was years like three ago. Years ago. Um, Not a lot going on at work that month. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, you want to talk about Jonder Cadiz? Yeah. I, yeah, we can talk about whatever we have on him. Yeah, Nashville SC has been linked pretty heavily. Like, do you get the impression that this feels like a done deal almost from the way it's been reported on? Well, their report, like over there, they're reporting it's a done deal, but apparently that's like a pretty common thing. Yeah. And it might just be like a loss. Reporting in tra- on transfers is, is very bad. <laughs> yeah. Generally. And it might just also be like a loss in translation thing, but um, I haven't seen anyone say that it's not getting done. It it sounds like Ben's been pretty like people would be in like reply saying it's done. He's like, no, like they're still yeah. talking it. But well, we're in pretty serious talks uh, to sign. Um, uh, striker, a 25-year-old Venezuelan named Jonder Cadiz, who um, Donald and I watched uh, score one goal in his most recent. Um, he's he's owned by Benfica, who are one of yeah. the biggest clubs in Portugal, and he was on loan to Edijon, uh in Lyon last season, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he scored against PSG. We watched a, a 45-second highlight of that goal, and we've determined that he is good enough to take Nashville SC to the next yeah. level. I'm 100% guaranteeing it. Put your house on it. Yeah, I mean, scoring He's against... He's the one. Yeah, scoring against PSG, that's probably more accomplishment than anyone on our team has done. Yes. So, uh, How many goals 
has Dominique Baji scored against PSG, Donald? Zero. Fucking zero. Oh, I'm sold. I think he's uh, he's it. He's the next best striker in the MLS. We don't know. He's also fucking huge about this guy. He looks like a unit. Yeah, he's to like join our, our squad of units, like we um, got a uh, we got a, a big physical squad right now, and he would certainly add to that. Yeah, he looks really tall, and I I could be wrong on that. And he's like five eight, but he looked and the one highlight that I watched, he looked like he's like six three, six four. Now he looked big. So he was on loan to uh, Dijon uh, last year. He scored three goals in fifteen appearances. Six three. I found in my in my small amount of research I did. Um, so that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. We don't really know anything about this guy. Um, but uh, it appears to be a. I mean, Benfica's a pretty big club. Like, they're one of the bigger clubs in Portugal. They're known for like buying up young talent, a lot of South American talent, and they turn a big profit for them. Um, uh, that's kind of been like the Portuguese model. So um, like the Porto, Dor- Benfica like the, the are the two big clubs Portugal. that do that in Portugal. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Um, um, yeah, it's all got. Uh, bring him in. We need him. Pay whatever. No, it's 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 being reported on as like a loan with an option to buy, which hopefully would limit Nashville's uh, uh, liability on the transfer. Like if if it's not working out and he doesn't seem like he'd be like a really high level striker in MLS after we have him for a little bit, we maybe wouldn't have an obligation to buy then. Or hopefully the the loan to buy deal would be negotiated. To where um, he would be affordable for us if it if it did turn out that he fit in with the squad and was a good fit with MLS, um, that's certainly the type of signing I'd be open to. That's the type of signing I believe Joseph Martinez originally was when Atlanta United uh, initially loaned him. I'm almost positive from um, I think it was Torino where he was. Yeah, he was in Italy, and they. I mean, he he lit it up in his first season at Atlanta United, and and they they confirmed the the loan to buy with with making the purchase eventually um so that's a that's a good way to to bring in a, a like a dp striker or someone you think could could be your guy in mls and maybe not be on the hook for them and a huge amount of money lost if it doesn't work out yeah i mean you're also super, you're i think feel like you're very into like the whole like south american young talent yeah absolutely going the old european i think it's much washed. smarter yeah yeah so i feel like you will like that so listener cues yeah, let's hop into listener oh, cues. Right. We'll now, start I get, now I get to kick back, folks. This is the segment. I'm gonna play some some smooth jazz or something here. This is, this is the one segment where I get to talk in Josh. Every episode, it's like, hey, should we like cut down listener questions? Uh, because he <laughs> hey, we need a little bit more of me. Because let's he, see you. Because <laughs> he doesn't like hearing anyone else talk about himself. It's not true. Uh, is LA about to score? They yep. are. Yes. That was a nice goal, though. They pull one back. Um, okay, let's get into it. Uh, we got one from. Uh, the OG, oh Davy Shepard. Woo. Uh, if VAR official gets more than fifty percent of his reviewed calls wrong, should they have to host an AMA in the wrong team subreddit? Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would re-implement um, like a stockade system similar to what we had uh, as a criminal justice um, uh, piece in in medieval times. I think any referee that makes any type of mistake. They should be put up in the stockades outside of the stadium. You should be able to throw, like, rotten vegetables. I was going to go tar and feather, but I'm glad we're on the same page. Tar and feather, yeah. Some sort of public humiliation. I think that, yeah, they should be shamed. Yeah. Um, I think uh, maybe, like, a Game of Thrones situation where you're... Walk the streets of the uh, wronged city naked. Nerd alert. (laughs) (laughs) So, have to walk the streets of, like, Broadway naked 
and everyone behind him just shaming him. No, yeah, it, it, I picture it like the Game of Thrones. What's her face having to walk down from the church? Yeah, I just, that's the reference I was having. Right. Okay. No, but yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, what but, else? Um, that's my response. Okay. Next question from uh, your boy, your favorite boy, Trilly. That's true. Uh, is it reason? He has two questions, two-parter. Okay. Uh, is it reasonable to think that there's no best eleven, and we will see a rotating cast of characters for a while? Yep, I think he's dead on with that. Um, which I think is super beneficial. Um, when you've let me back up, I think that that. And this is why the questions part goes so long. <laughs> I think this fits in with what Gary did a bit in USL. We've talked about that before. Um, his first season, he was more open to chop and change the lineup, yeah. uh, more frequently. Um, and then as we became much more successful in the second season, the lineup became a little bit more familiar each week and you had more of an idea of who would be starting each week. So I think that we will continue to see it chop and change. He wants to see, I mean, credit to him for being able to get decent performances out of the squad. while also, I think sort of trying them out and, and giving guys chances in new positions. And that takes a, a, that's, that's riskier than just running out the same 11 that you think are the ones who, uh, who are most likely to help you get a result because his job's on the line. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll continue to see, at least through this first season, uh, a, a, a different sort of cast of characters and some surprising lineups like we had tonight. Uh, the good news is I think we have a manager who can can make the most of those types of changes, and I think he makes all the players on the team um, feel important and feel like they might get called on at any moment. And honestly, I had in my notes, I didn't say it, but after the, the win tonight, I think Gary deserves a lot of credit. I think in the way that he brought Hani on at halftime, um, I think in the way that he brought McCarty on to, to calm down the game there at the end and, and help seal the win, I think he made all the right decisions and outmanaged um, his, his opposite on the Inner Miami side. All right. So if you're still awake, uh josh's answer was yes cool man year one why can't you just support me all i do is build you up <laughs> um no i what i was gonna say was i think this is a year one thing for sure similar to usl and year two we'll see more uh consistent lineup which is uh what you said but uh, a lot shorter that is and, actually a um, <laughs> short version of what i said so uh, credit to you yeah so that's my answer um so th- i basically just paraphrased what josh said so if you want to uh skip like 20 minutes um, and get my um, uh, uh Daniel also second part two part. That was question. me like rewinding the Not tape. There. I don't know if that. No, I got it. Thanks. I did. Um, are we gonna try to win? I'm trying to speed through these. Yeah, maybe it's me that yeah, causes the question section to take all the time. Whatever. Uh, right, are we gonna try to win every game? Uh, one nothing. Uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, no, I mean, I the serious answer is. I don't think we're trying to win games one nil. I don't think any manager, any team is trying to um, have a, a last 20 minutes of the game that where you're kind of sort of on the edge of your seat like that. I think you'd much rather uh, be a little bit more comfortable with maybe an additional um, goal. Uh, I think we continue to push numbers forward on the counter uh, when we when we have been up or when we were up in this game. Uh, we certainly did. I think that. Um, I think that we're going to score some more goals on the counter as uh, guys get more familiar with each other. Um, yeah, I think uh, goals are so limited with this that once probably at least for now the 
until we can get more scoring that once we get one goal, I could see them just parking the bus or bringing on more defensive-minded players. Like I, I, I do think that's part of the reason why Taylor Washington probably came on instead of David Akam, though whether that – if Taylor Washington's good defensively, uh, who knows. Yeah, well, I mean, he was a defender in USL, and he can that's definitely true. deliver yeah. a good cross with his left foot. It, I think he is a little bit of a defensive sub, even when he's coming on as like a winger, because yeah. I think Gary knows from working with him as a defender in USL um, that he is going to be able to to defend as well and, and track back. Although um, Gary in season two in USL, he did start playing Taylor Washington as more of a forward, yeah, more so on the left. We've never that's, seen him play on the right like he has been. When yeah, he's and I, on I think that's sub, I think that's why I like weird forget that he is decent defensively is because uh how much he did play on the wing he ended up playing more as um, a, a midfielder and then a left we winger. did also see the uh um uh any baba sub uh so they almost went like five in the back yeah um so i think yeah um so yeah once we get up one nothing we're probably gonna well, if you're up one nothing and you get to the last 10 minutes yeah defend defend yeah. defend defend um, with this team right now if we had a different, you know, setup, players maybe having a little bit more firepower, maybe you you push a little harder for that second goal. But as we are right now, you you park that bus as as deep as you can. In in my opinion, yeah, especially with uh, Inter Miami, who they also I think are struggling to score a bit. Um, you probably just take your chance with that. Um, Noon Domini, who I think is a uh, one of the founding creators, like the club uh, owned. Like the na- original like Nashville FC owners. Yep. Um, yeah, fully fan owned that original owned club group. is what I was trying to say. Um, when it was Nashville FC, I yeah. believe. Uh, who do I send my heart attack bill to? <laughs> um, uh, let me know when you when you do. I guess Vanderbilt Health would be the the correct. Uh, yeah, send it to Gary. Club sanctioned answer as they are our our health partner and blah blah blah. Yeah, send it to well, I'd probably send it to Mukhtar since he missed the PK. Because we probably would have been uh, a lot less stressed had we. He needs to refund nothing. every fan that was in that stadium. Yeah, for missing <laughs> that, that PK. That PK. Um, speaking of Hani, uh, Seth asks again: Is Mukhtar worth the DP spot? Seth is not a big fan of Hani Mukhtar. No, he's not. He's the, the harshest critic of him thus far. I started asking some questions of him. Uh, post restart just being like i i think the best version of this team would would have him playing at a little bit of a higher level um i think i'm feeling better about him i think the criticism is warranted especially when he misses a pk um i know (laughs) after not scoring at all that if we had gone on to draw or lose that game instead of winning it that could have been a huge moment in our season where we look back and went like what if Hani Mukhtar put us up 2-0, we got three points. Yeah, I mean, that could have been a huge moment, but if the season goes well, we will be able to look back on that moment and sort of laugh, which is, I guess, is the hope. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next is Carlos Question Corner. Uh, Carly's question used corner. to be Andy's Question Corner. Andy's Question Corner. Um, now it's Carly's. Um, what time are we at? Oh, dog. Uh, hour seven. Okay, let's run through these. All right. Uh, I'll start with this one first. Are there agitator, agitator type players in soccer like there are in other sports? Uh, similar to like NHL has a lot of like agitators. Um, like their whole role is just to be. I mean, there's a whole movie on uh, the goon 
like your whole row is just to agitate. Is there like that in the uh, soccer? Yeah, I think you typically see that with like more defensive players. Um, especially I think of like defensive midfielders. Yeah. So from this game, that was sort of the role that, that Brian Anunga was tasked with. And yeah. you saw his fouls getting a little bit chippier and chippier towards the end. And then I think he got subbed off. Yeah. When I think of that, I think of like specifically with Chelsea, I think of Kovacic plays that role quite a bit, uh, where he like borderlines is fouling quite a bit. Like he's, um, a little aggressive, uh, when he's knocking someone off the ball. Yeah, um, that's one way of being like a like a midfielder, like a defensive midfielder. Um, yeah. There's you don't have to be that type of guy though. You could be more of like um, like a classier kind of ball playing midfielder who is more in that base of midfield, not because they can break up the attack before it gets to the fence, but because when the team does then get the ball, they can they have a range of passing that lets them like spring a counter attack and the big guy um, that. I think of in that role is like Andrea Pirlo, who we were talking about earlier, who was a midfielder that sat deep in the position that like you would think a midfielder would be in because of their defensive output. But but Pirlo really had no defensive output to speak of. Like he was just there because the, his ability to pass a ball is like the best ever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think the, that role exists, and um, it does. So then the, these next two we can. Is we Carly can... a hockey fan? Uh, yeah, she's becoming one. I've gotten her into her. She's becoming a soccer fan. We'll see. Um, it's a very similar sport. I mean, Karen does not care. Yeah, yet. she doesn't. Uh, <laughs> well, Carly, I got Carly into hockey because of the Red Wings. Um, hockey is also just a fun sport to watch. I also think soccer is a fun sport to watch, but with the fights, it's a little bit easier when there's a bunch of fights. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so we can tr- let me know if you want to get into this question. We can cut this out if not. Uh, can you explain the tournament playoffs again? Uh, why why they happen in the following year? Why do they do them at the end of the regular season? Uh, so the team is exactly – why don't they do them at the end of the regular season? Um, Which MLS does. MLS this is, is the only one. Barnett, that, this is the West Coast plug? No, this is Carly, but asking a very similar question to Barnett. Okay. Um, which it might be – I don't know. You tend to talk long on easy questions. And with this being a hard question – not really a hard one. It, there's just a lot of information. I don't know if you want to get into this now. Yeah. Well, my thought was, and I think to better uh, understand what the person is asking, the question, this is Carly, sorry. Yeah. I keep thinking of Barnett. His be- it's the same question. Face, it is the same body. question. Uh, but yeah, like um, how do the tournaments work and why don't they do playoffs? But again, I will say MLS is the only soccer, I think, uh, soccer federation that does uh, – playoffs at the end of the year right so the sport worldwide is not american sports are a little bit unique in the way that we decide who wins who is the league champion who wins the super bowl or the or the nba playoffs what they do in in other sports and what they do in soccer everywhere else in the world as far as i'm aware maybe league mx isn't like this but um you play everyone else in your league twice Mm -hmm. so if in a 20 team league that's you play 19 teams home and away 19 times to 38 38 total games you get you know same as everywhere three points for a win one point for a draw and just whoever has the most points at the end of the season is the league champion so obviously in american sports we're more used to 
Um, you are trying to, through, through the regular season, qualify for the playoffs or get a high seed that will make your, your path in the playoffs easier, and then you try to get to the championship game. Soccer Worldwide isn't like that, although MLS has adopted the more American system. Yeah. That explains it, right? Yeah. They do. They have tournaments the following Boom, season. Boom, Donald. That was a quick Yeah, that was good. Answer, right? So you're, Thank you're you. qualifying for tournaments the following season, and depending on your place in the regular season, uh, you qualify for different tournaments. So, like, for Premier League, for example, top four qualifies for Champions League, uh, which is... Which is a European competition. All the, the top teams from each of, like, the, the teams, like, England, and then the top four teams from Spain, yeah. and the top two teams from Turkey, and, like, every... Like uh, every league has their own, yeah, qualifies for their the same tournament. And based on a coefficient, like the Italian league might have their top four uh, teams get Champions League, and then if they are not performing well in European competitions and whatever the coefficient that UEFA and FIFA come up with is, um, they might only then get three teams yeah. in the Champions League. That happened with Italy recently. I think they're back to having four spots now. Yeah, but. and then like then there's also other tournaments like Europa for the like fourth, so then fifth, fifth and place, sixth, yeah so. if, if you get fifth or sixth then you're into like that second tier of european competition where it's not as exciting as the champions league which is the top sporting yeah. event league in the world is basically like the march madness and then like europa would be like the nit yeah it's a group stage and then a knockout competition and it takes place concurrently with the domestic seasons that take place in each country yeah. So hopefully that Boom, nailed it. That's actually it's always difficult to explain that, but this is one of the things that makes soccer really fun to follow. And American sports, um, you'll see teams like tank and like this sounds crazy probably to people in other countries, but in America it's just like yeah, of course they're doing that. You'll see teams literally they do that in soccer though. Like if they don't qualify for Champions League a year, they'll just sell off a bunch of players. But Okay, yeah, so it doesn't always mean that your season will stay exciting until the end, but what that means is that there are always really exciting storylines going on in the league all the way from, like, the top to the bottom. So another thing, I guess, we can't get too much into promotion relegation. Maybe (laughs) we edit this and save it for – it'd be fun to do, like, a catch-up pod, and I think we've got a lot of people that listen that are, like, soccer fans, and this is remedial for them, but we could maybe do, like, a one-off where we, like, answer, like, the basic questions and, like, get people familiar with – how European soccer yeah. works, and so so that goes into this next question. Okay, uh, would you consider doing a segment every few episodes uh, or full episode um, uh, for new soccer national SC yes, fans? Yes, that'd be perfect because we some more basic information yeah. about MLS or soccer as a whole. Because we sort of assume that that people are like soccer fans that are listening and they're familiar with this stuff, but we know some of you guys are like just our friends that are just checking it out. But you yeah. are sort of interested in getting into soccer, which I recommend you do because it's a sport. It's another sport, and, and sports are the best thing in the world. Yeah, and if you do, I mean, um, either sign in our DMs on Reddit or sign in the DMs uh, on Twitter. Throw us the questions, yeah, and we'll save them Or just them all let us up. know, like, yeah, I'm interested in that. Yeah, throw us the Frequently question, asked questions. Uh, so let us know if that's something uh, you want us to do. Uh, I know my girlfriend uh, won't stop asking. Because there's a little bit of a learning it. curve to it. Yeah. But that's the thing is like it's worth learning because once you understand it, it's just a sport, just like all the other sports that you've liked in your life. And and actually it happens to really in a lot of ways be the most interesting one because it's the biggest in the world. And and it uh, it's just there's always really interesting storylines that are created by like the the, the different ways that the leagues work um, than American sports. Yeah, um, that's all I got. Where cool. Yeah. How long did that last?
Uh, we're at hour 15, so, so that was probably pretty good. Eight minutes. That's good. Are you happy with that? I'm ecstatic. You took up four of that for one question. If that could give a fourth star of the night, it would be for you, for Not that for listener question segment. section. Yeah. I know. I did a lot of segues, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. I'm learning. You're getting uh, better. I'm getting worse, probably. No, nah, this this yeah. has been, this episode has been sick. This has yeah, been it's a good just one. us two. It's, this is a... El podcast clásico. Yeah. This is the uh, the original dogs, the fellas. Um, um, also, sign our DMs if you. We, we're kind of like hesitant on asking people if they like. The whole idea was to like get people uh, to like just come watch the game and then like have fun and talk about the game. Yeah. Um, and I know we're a little hesitant with like COVID and I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. But it wasn't like a. We only want our friends to do this. Like we're interested in whoever wants to. It's just not talk the about Josh soccer. and Donald. Yeah, pod. yeah. It, it, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's, it, we want it to feel like uh, if you were like at Von Elrod's with your friends after a game and you were just talking about the game. Yeah. So if you're interested, um, hit up Josh or uh, the the Paradise. Yeah, pod we will. Twitter. We will get you on the pod. We and if really, you want to come, yeah, we didn't want to like put it out there and like make people. You want to make people uncomfortable during COVID. So, but um, um, we'll take the precautions. At this if point, you guys want to. we could be like smart about it. Just don't. However, you, we you do have to make out with us a three way yeah. make out. That's how you get initiated into the pod. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, also, don't murder us. We're, right. Yeah. Don't 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 be a psycho as well. So. Yeah. Um, no, we've already made. Uh, I described them when I'm talking to Karen as my my friends from the internet, but uh, <laughs> we. Uh, so we. I got. No, like Nashville should come on. Davey yeah. has said that he'll come on. Hopefully. Um, I yeah, know he's a I, bit I probably more need busy to revisit now. that, but I feel like he's been busy. Yeah. Uh, um, if you want to come on and and you know, it's 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 fun. I mean, this is chill. We're both just like yeah. kick back on the like. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure we're not giving the air of that we're like super taking this seriously. But like, I feel like people would still be like intimidated or like nervous. But like, just just come hang out. And honestly, if you're like, hey, don't put that episode out. Like, unless it tanks the episode that you are like talking with us, and we have to like not use it. I'll just like edit you out or like just come just come on the pod, bro. Yeah, come we'll on. just edit only your voice out. So it's like. There's just blanks, but we won't like cut that part out. It'll just be silent for like two minutes. Yeah, and like us and like our friends are like are gonna be on it. But I'm curious to get some other people's thoughts yeah, on the I season because I wonder if we're starting to create a filter bubble. I wonder if we're starting to like be an echo chamber for each other's opinions. Like if if you don't agree with like some of the stuff we're saying, like come yeah. on and say it. We embrace debate. I also you gotta embrace debate. Yeah, I also <laughs> we're gonna get, turn the pot into like first take. I do get worried people are like tired of hearing like Seth on our podcast. No, it's, maybe Seth's it's just me. Really I think good. I'm also Thanks just, again to Andy for coming on. And then Seth's come on a bunch and he's yeah. always good. And Javi's I think I'm getting good, tired so. of hearing Seth on our podcast, to be honest. <laughs> Seth's been really good. Uh, I could always deal with Javier, though. He can come on anytime. Number one Wikipedia. Um, he could just come over. He doesn't have to be on the pod. He can just come over and hang just out. Just come with hang me. out with us. Yeah. We're so lonely uh, <laughs> and we hate each other. We don't even, we're only doing this for the money. This is yeah. like uh, Opie and Anthony, I think, like hate each other, but they still did the radio show for like years because they were making so much cake. Who was that? Like Opie and Anthony, weren't they the big radio guys? I have no fucking idea. Whatever. Well, that's that's us. We're this is a purely professional relationship with me and Donald. Um, so we need new friends that aren't each other. Yeah, hit us up if you want to come on. Um, more more than welcome to have people on. All right. Uh, Any last thoughts? Nah, dude. Um, oh, what a win! Wait. Uh, do we, we didn't even get into the next game. Uh, yeah, we should probably preview Orlando again midweek. Ah, uh, shit. 
We didn't. Did you not have this on the rundown? Sorry, no, I forgot to preview. But we do need to do a pre- Orlando midweek. Well, I guess uh, we need to preview the, the next and enter. We my, can't preview the next two do, games, but we'll preview the one that's coming up each week if we do it once a week like this. Well, let's not do lineups, but let's just do. Well, we'll do lineups for. Uh, oh. Orlando. We're doing it all the way, huh? No, we'll just do lineups for Orlando, but score predictions for both games. <laughs> score prediction for the the game that's two games away. Yeah, but we won't record since then, so. I know, but. Let's just have it on record, all right. our score. Predictions have been, I think I actually got the um, well, we Orlando went, game right. We I think went, I said 3-0 no loss, and it was 3-1. So. We both went very pessimistic. I was joking kind game. of about that, but it ended up being right. Yeah. Um, so, line, all right. line up, what lineup would you like to see for Orlando Wednesday. I want to see the same back four. So Lovitz and Johnston in the fullback positions and, and both of them continuing yeah. to overlap like that because I think it's worth it. I agree. Um, I think uh, uh, I would go ahead and slot McCarty back into the okay. lineup. Uh, so th- McCarty, Godoy midfield. Yeah, I thought he played when he subbed on. I thought he played back to like his normal thing. So, again, I don't know if it's a – I could see. I'm that, fine with the decision to to bench him though. In yeah, this game. if it's a formation reason why he didn't start, then I'm fine with doing that. I thought um, I had blanking on his name. Uh, played well in his. Uh, Anunga. Anunga. Um, played well, so I want. I, I I think I would probably do Dax, but I wouldn't be upset if they played Anunga. Oh, this um, got this gets us into a line of questioning of like who is the core of this team I wanted to ask you uh when we were talking about we were so close to being done <laughs> well I can edit this out but I think it'll be fun so if I ask you what I'm going to list off some players on the team okay. and I want you to answer me after what six games now that we've played um in MLS I hope I didn't get that wrong <laughs> seven, uh, games. It's seven games seven games well, that yeah. we've played um who is a who is a core part of this team, and however you would define like it? Like who is like? And the obvious ones are like Zimmerman, Romney, core, Joe Willis, core, always going to play. So okay, I was I was thinking of like most in important like three years core, who, who's still like most here. important like six or seven guys on the team for this season. I'm talking for this about season alone. Okay, yeah, um, Dax McCarty. Yeah, has to pretty much be starting almost every game. Yeah. Okay. Um, this que- this would be the first game that would make you wonder, maybe. Um, what about Dominique Baji? No, no, no. I would I would be closer to the yes column, but if not I, all the way I there. Signed, I signed someone for that spot. Randall Leal. Yes. They, I'm, I'm probably biased on that. I think that, that Gary yeah. is definitely viewing him that way. Yeah, I'd love. We should probably. I can just do this maybe later. I, I don't want to commit myself to doing more work than the zero work that we already do <laughs> to prepare for this. But I'm curious who's played the most minutes outside of like the guys that have played. I think every minute, Willis, Zimmerman, Romney. Uh, I Lovitz. feel like Leal is up there. Yeah, he is. Lovitz has played every minute. I think. Yeah, um, he's probably up there. Um, I, again, I'm probably biased. I think he's still core. Um, I, and you're going to probably ask Mukhtar. I also think Mukhtar's core. If we're talking about this season alone, again, those two. And yes. Godoy? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, my core is the whole, whole back line, uh, McCarty and Godoy in the midfield, and uh, Leal and uh, Mukhtar, and that's it. Mukhtar was going to be Willis. the last one I was going to ask. And Willis, yeah. Every- just, just interesting to start to see yeah. some some, some – uh, issues like that 
uh, start to get to a point where you could talk about them for the first time because now we yeah. have a sample of games and we can say like okay who are the guys that really make this team tick because now we know a little bit about the style of the team yeah and now we've seen them in different situations and like so like who's the first name on the team sheet for yeah. you I, to right me now? everyone but the right the the white right wing and uh the striker to me are i would like that that lineup sheet set for me okay and then you just plug in whoever you feel like putting in those two uh again i probably would try out a com uh, to me the right wing's a common mule i think don Lottie might become important to us because he's the only guy offering us a lot of pace yeah as a forward okay but other than that i agree with you anyways yeah. i thought that was just an interesting thing that we have enough of a sample size now to be able to talk about so yeah so my starting lineup orlando game same back four i do think mccarty comes back in with Godoy. And then I go Liel, Mukhtar, Mule. For whatever reason, Gary hates a calm. He punched his dog. I don't know what he did. He did something. And then I probably go Baji, striker. And I think, then, um, I, think, I think we revenge our game, and I'm going to go with a 2-1 win against okay. Orlando City. I would uh, put Baji back in against Orlando because I think I named him my man of the match in that game. Um, and then I'd be tempted to give Don Lottie another shot just to give us some pace. Um, put uh, Mukhtar um, it coming in like off the left, cutting in on his right, and then Leal sort of in the 10 spot like he was tonight. I think he, I think we've pretty much learned that he's much better once he gets central. Um, he's not maybe as like pacey as we thought he was, but maybe he's more of like a, a quick burst, close control type guy. Um, and he can sort of play off of Baji as kind of a second striker as well and, and hopefully get some more shots off because yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see him get that first goal. I sort of wanted him to take the penalty. So you're tonight. going – so we're going the same back line, same midfield, but you're going – You've got Mule in where I have Dunlady, I yeah, think, okay. on the right. That was what I thought. Okay. And score prediction? Um, I think Orlando have got a little something special – going on this year i think they're better than us i think we score another goal and then lose 2-1 okay so we're going both 2-1 just i think national wins you think orlando loses look at you turn into a little optimist what the hell i know i'm gonna regret it me um, with more pessimism than you um and then score- not a good sign no. for me in my life that i am more eeyore now than i know the man um, himself and then just score prediction no lineup prediction for inner miami yeah uh we're just better than that man uh we'll beat them we'll beat them uh, two one two one yeah Run two to nothing that game cool though i don't feel good about it <laughs> um i think that's it that's life man you're not always gonna feel good about no, it I, f- I feel like we'll end up losing i actually think we'll end up losing that game i don't know why but eventually um, but if we win then we can say we're we were the most ex- more successful expansion club yeah. So suck it. I would like that as well. This is which kind of sucks. El expansion eco. <laughs> what sucks is like I like as both being expansion teams coming in the same year. Like, because I really want to like Inter Miami. Because one, like half my favorite teams are from Miami. I'm from Florida, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. And, and pink one, and black is is a sick and yeah. Again, right? I can't stress enough how fucking sick their logo and their color scheme is. They like, nailed it. Yeah. Like it sucks that we're always going to be compared with them and. Uh, yeah. I'm growing more and more fond of the electric yellow, and the boys in electric yellow. Did we wear yellow tonight? Yeah, 
That's oh, like all shit. we've worn. We've not worn the away. I think we did. We've worn in, it like I think once. in Portland. Yeah, just in Portland. Yeah. Which I am feeling more and more uh, happy about my decision to get the uh, the Godoy uh, twenty on the back of my away, which I yeah. will get at some point. Yeah, I'm still not ever gonna wear that yellow. Um, you know what? I got paid a horrible color this week, so I'm gonna but go ahead and order that. But they do are growing on me. Um, but yep. Okay. Cool. Wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully, we got uh, some more wins to talk about, or more likely, maybe like one point out of an available six. Come on, you boys in electric yellow. See you guys. Okay.